Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back, everybody. Merry Hello. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bar humbug. <laughs> no, Christmas. <laughs> it's written on my hat, mate. Bar humbug. I, I stand by it. Love Christmas. You love Christmas. I do. We should all love Christmas. Even even actually at this time of year, even I get a little bit Christmassy. You know, just for that couple of days when Buble's playing and stuff like, you know, I, I, I yeah. do get that bit of warmth. It's just... For the other 119 days that you hear Christmas music in Tesco's, that's that's where I get the bar humbug yeah. from. But you know, mid-September it starts playing, doesn't it? But here, I think it's, it, it it should be Boxing Day today. Mm-hmm. Is it not? I've it got is. a drink, so I, I, I'm hoping it's Boxing Day. Well, cheers, cheers, Merry, Merry Christmas. You got a hot toddy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what toddy is, but yep, got one of them. Okay, so. Um, yes, it is Christmas, everybody, and uh, through the magic of, uh, uh, I don't know, o- online entertainment, yeah, it's actually been uh, nearly three months since we recorded our last podcast. Mm, it's been a while. It's been a while, and uh, there is a reason for it. Um, what have you been doing in the last three months, Josh? Well, the last three months, it's been a whirlwind. So I got married in September. Yes, mate. Yep. Well done. Congratulations. So, yep. Shout out to Chloe. I'm sure your husband is really happy. <laughs> yeah. Chloe won't be happy you said that. <laughs> I just had to slip that one in. I'm sorry, Chloe. Um, um, yeah, I got married. Uh, had a mini moon in Brighton. And that was lovely. Brighton's a lovely place. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Everyone was nice and there was plenty to do. And, yeah, I'd go back. I'd probably retire there, to be honest. Yeah. That's quite nice. Okay, well, there's something to aim for in the future, eh? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like the idea of living by the beach, but uh, I don't know. It gets windy in the winter. (laughs) This time of year, it's not quite so nice. I mean, back in, when was it, September, when you went on your mini moon? Yeah. I'm sure it was really nice, because we had quite a decent summer this year. Yeah, we did. I think we got the last of the sun on the actual wedding day, and then it was just miserable after that. And I got dive-bombed by a seagull when we walked That is just going to happen. Yeah, I didn't even have any food. No chips? No chips, nothing. I was just minding my own business, and he saw me, didn't like me, and he dive-bombed me, (coughs) and... I'd like to say I acted manly, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet there was a, ooh, <laughs> somewhere. So, yeah, very similar to that noise. Uh, maybe slightly higher pitched. But, um, no, apart from that, um, it's just been work, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has. Um, I've, what about you, mate? What have you been up to? I, well, I've uh, moved house. 
Yes. Um, for the people uh, watching the YouTube uh, version of this podcast, will have already realised that we are in a completely different setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because we're not in my kitchen anymore. I, I've moved house. I managed to get a girl uh, a mortgage with my girlfriend. Not a girlfriend with my mortgage. I got it the other way round. <laughs> I got the mo- a mortgage with my girlfriend, and we've put up this nice little studio. It took me about a week to build this. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking very nice, very professional. It's not just us at the kitchen table anymore. We've got our own table. Our own In table. fact, this table has history. All right. Do you want me to tell you about Is this? Is it paranormal table? history? Maybe. Well, do you remember <laughs> way back in the very first episode we did, I said to you when I was a little boy and I used to sit around with my brothers and sisters at the dining room table, and Mm -hmm. I'd see someone walking around the house that nobody else could see. Yes, I do This is that very table. This is the table you were sat at. This is the table we were sitting at. So this table was pretty much the start of my paranormal journey. Nice. And now it's here in our brand new studio. Yeah, you've done a great job, mate. Well, thank you. Looks fantastic. Very professional. Thank you. For those of you listening to the audio podcast, I'm sure you, you've got a good appreciation of just how much <laughs> effort I've put into this. But no, it's you. very good, very good, mate. And here we are. Yeah, three months later, uh, we, uh, one of the big pieces of news that's happened since we last recorded uh, is we no longer have a queen. Yes, we, we're, we're a male sovereign nation now. Long live the king. Obviously, mm. um, that's going to be quite different for us from, from now on, I suppose. All, all, all Brits, I think, are going to yeah. feel that change. It's a weird one. I still don't know how I feel about it. It's just, it's quite sad, isn't it? It's yeah. End of an era. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, I guess we all sort of thought she'd live forever. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously she didn't. But yeah. now Charles is king, so long live Charles. Good luck. Yeah. King Sausage Fingers. Yeah. And summer has turned to winter. So, and that's pretty much all the changes that have happened. And now it's Christmas and we're mm. celebrating. And uh, I believe you've got some very interesting paranormal Christmas facts for us. Well, I've done a bit of research and hopefully this goes better than the Men in Black episode because <laughs> I didn't have my notes in the right order. But, I mean, well, are we doing... Gifts first, or are we, oh. going, are we going straight in? Oh well, uh, I, I guess I suppose what we, we should do we should do the gifts first, shouldn't we? Oh, get, get that out of the way. Every, all, all kids want to get have their gifts first thing on a Christmas morning, yeah. don't they? So, well, this is this is my gift to you. Oh, because obviously I couldn't Thank sit you, here wearing my bar humbug hat, and you you not have a hat to wear. Oh, look at that! That's everything I wanted. Look at that. Because you are Mr. Christmas. You are literally Michael Bublé in disguise. So I thought, I've got to get you a, a hat. I love it, mate. Thank you. And now it goes splendidly with your Christmas jumper, your Darth Vader Christmas jumper. For those oh, of you yeah. on the audio podcast, you cannot appreciate the, the, the jumper that is facing me. Has got stormtroopers and Darth <laughs> Vader and Christmas trees and just Star Wars everything all over it. My two favourite things, Christmas and Star Wars. There you go. And Chloe third. And Chloe, oh yeah, close <laughs> My <third>. wife. <laughs> and uh, so this one, I guess I'll open. This this one is from uh, my my girlfriend, my better half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what's in this, so I'm going to carefully, carefully wrap it. Oh, it's wooden. It's wooden. Oh, man. It's, oh. it's a plaque to go at the front of the... New studio, the Look home of Paranormality UK. It's official. 
that that's going on the front door, mate. I love it. We're there. We're there. We now have a new home. And I yeah. have a gift for you. You have a gift for me. You would have never seen one of these before. Ooh, I'm intrigued. I didn't have time to wrap it. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here you go, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see what's going on here. You've seen my cheap little felt bar humbug hat, and you felt sorry for me and thought you'd get me a much nicer hat like I got you one. I mean, just look at the quality of it. It's actually really nice. It feels like real fur. I know it's probably not, but... It, mink, I believe. Mink. mink. <laughs> Christmas mink. Okay, well, l- let me uh, just remove my headphones and this <laughs> horrible cheap hat that's actually really itchy, and uh, I'll reveal my hair for the first time. Oh. Oh, no. Ta-da. Give away the mystery. Yes, I do have hair underneath my uh, bandana <laughs> or my hat. So let's try this on. Glorious long locks. Oh. Oh, yes. you, I cannot... Oh, I cannot even describe how comfortable this is. That looks better. <laughs> oh, that is lush. And my head just feels instantly <laughs> 10 degrees warmer. Yeah, they are quite warm. They are very warm. I think we're going to struggle to get through the whole podcast. We, we might. <laughs> we might. I do have a reserve bandana just in case I overheat. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, should I kick things off, mate? I think you should, mate, yeah. So the first thing I'm going to say is because it's a Christmas podcast... I'm going to give you a few sentences to tell you where Santa came from. Santa? Santa? He is real. Santa, He's got to be real. I mean, Santa's paranormal as well. Undeniably paranormal. I mean, he manages to get into your house, <laughs> even if you haven't got a chimney. Now, I'm imagining yeah. that's kind of like, you know, how magic happens in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. where like entire buildings will appear in, in between two buildings on a terraced street. I reckon that fireplace just grows out of your skirting board, Santa comes yeah. out of it, delivers your presents, goes back into the fireplace, and it all goes... <laughs> gone. That's a good theory. I was going to say he could be the world's greatest burglar. He uh, could be. <laughs> and he's got ways of getting in. But... I don't want to make Santa more dark than it already is. <laughs> so, the legend of Santa Claus. He can be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 AD in Patara near Myra or Mira. Mira. M-Y-R-A. Oh, that's, very, that's a long time ago. I didn't think Santa was that old. He's very old. I just thought it was like a couple of hundred years or something. I didn't realise, like, we're talking 1,800 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it was in modern-day Turkey. And he was a monk that was much admired for his piety and kindness. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very religious monk. Yeah, well, that, that, would, that, would, uh, that would make sense. So and now... Ki- kindness, I guess, because he was very giving. And that is, that yeah. is the whole point of Santa, isn't it? He delivers gifts. He to- must have been top echelon of monks to have this thing last years and years and years and carry on this tradition. Because no, he must have been. He must have been the greatest monk of all time, really. Because you don't see anyone else having holidays named after him. Well, no. So now that we've got the... Of co- <laughs> course, the Christmas holiday is more about Jesus than Santa Claus, technically, but... Oh, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> and since Jesus comes from religion, and we already rated religion as, what was it, 9 out of 10 or something? Yeah. 9 on the paranormality scale. So, I mean, we've already got a, 
baseline mm. paranormality scale yeah. that religion has but taken. But now on. you've just opened my mind and now I've got more questions that I should have researched before. Like, when did Santa and Jesus get into business with each other? Uh, that That is a very good question. Because but I'm, that's a weird one, man. If we, if we're going technical on this, mm. um, Christmas and most Christian um, holidays, if you like, are brought about because uh, Christianity was a growing movement back two thousand years ago after mm-hmm. Jesus' death. The Romans couldn't control it, so they just engulfed it into their own religion. So, like many of our holidays coincide with those ancient Roman holidays and maybe oh. Santa or, or St. Nicholas was maybe part of that Roman tradition and that's how they've sort of crisscrossed over perhaps. Yeah. If I, you, if you at home have got a better theory on this, then please write, write in paranormality.uk at gmail.com and tell us we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's Christians out there. That like, no, it's all wrong. It's all Jesus. But yeah, I've never actually thought about the fact that Santa and Jesus. Like, it, it's just weird to me, like because I'm not religious. Yeah, you, I don't really... associate it with Jesus. I, I think more Santa and elves and things like. Yeah, like that I would tradition. imagine when you were a little boy, you weren't dragged off to church on Christmas morning to no, listen to a two-hour sermon like I was. Mm. Um, we did do midnight mass so... a few years oh, in okay. a row, um, but that was more. The old folks in the family. But then you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, you're like, Santa's been! (laughs) (laughs) That's right, yeah. Well, I learn something new every day, don't you? Well, there we go. That's what we're here for. Get that information out there, whether it's true or not. It's it's quite funny that... (laughs) It's it's quite funny that I'm trying to do research and read out some facts, but at the same time, I'm learning stuff. (laughs) 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 It's it's such a weird concept for a podcast. (laughs) I've done some research, but I'm also wrong about these other things that I don't know about. <laughs> so let's go into some some darker stuff, some Dark, fables, oh, got some more myths. more paranormal stuff, yeah? Yeah, buddy. Okay, we're so, going to drive up that paranormality scale. Now, have you heard of a creature called Krampus? I, yeah, it's it's... Turned up, I can't think where, maybe Simpsons or something like that, I can't honestly... Yeah, it has been in a few cartoons and yeah. a few movies and things like that. Okay, but I don't really honestly know a lot about it, to be honest, so I'll let, I'll let you fill me in on these details now. I'll, I'll stop interfering. So, <laughs> I'll have my uh, 15 minutes of fame now. So, Krampus is a half-goat, half-demon, horrific beast who literally beats people into being nice and not naughty. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. Like Santa's best friend, but like <laughs> <laughs> his evil twin. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is the counterpart to St. Nicholas, okay. to, to Santa. So Krampus isn't exactly the stuff of dreams, bearing horns, dark hair, fangs, and a long tongue. A beard? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Santa's got a beard. Krampus got to have one as well, surely. Uh, I think in some pictures and stuff, he has got like a or is it the fact goatee. that or is it the fact that Santa's got a lovely big beard because we can trust him, and the Krampus hasn't. All he's got is like some mangy little. He fa- has. He's hair got like a mangy little. Yeah, so untrustworthy. <laughs> so 
The anti-Saint Nicholas comes with a chain and bells that he lashes about along with a bundle of birch sticks meant to swat naughty children. He then hauls the bad kids down to the underworld. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> so it's a lovely Christmas tradition. So they don't get any presents then? No. They don't even get coal? No, no. <laughs> well, I guess they get the fire and brimstone part of the coal. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your own coal. <laughs> Pick your own. Yeah. Don't even get given it to them. So uh, Krampus's name is derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw, and oh. is said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology. The legendary beast also shares characteristics with other scary demonic creatures in Greek mythology, including satyrus and fauns. I think it's satyrus. S-A-T-Y-R-S. Satyrus? Satyrus. 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 Satyrus sounds Something more like Greek, that, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, the legend is centuries old, um, and it seems to have started in Germany, Austria, and that part of Europe. Okay, yeah. So... Krampus was created as the counterpart to kindly St. Nicholas, who rewarded children with sweets. And we've already said Krampus, in contrast, would swap wicked children, <laughs> stuff them into a sack and take them away to the underworld. <laughs> Just come along so, with the stick of thorns. Yeah, <laughs> whack, 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 in my sack. Yeah. <laughs> We're going underground. I'd, I'd like to think they don't do that in the same room, because if you're seeing children getting sweets and then all of a sudden it's like, right, get in my sack, we are going to the underworld and you can pick your own coal. <laughs> Quite a contrast, isn't it? You'd be like, hang on, what do children do that's that naughty that requires being dragged to the underworld? Like, he pulled my hair. Let's get him in the underworld. <laughs> Cole for you. <laughs> so, according to folklore, I love that word, folklore. Oh, it's a cool word, isn't it? So, Krampus... Um, that's what we base most of our podcast on, is folklore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> myths, folklore. So he shows up in towns the night of December 5th. Oh, a little bit earlier than Christmas. Mm. Now, I'm probably going to butcher this word as well, but known as Krampenschnaut. <laughs> Krampenschnaut. Or Krampus Night. Any German listeners, please correct me on that. Um, or Krampus Night. The next day, December 6th, um, or St. Nicholas Day, when children look outside their door to see if the shoe or boot they'd left out the night before contains either presents which is a reward for good behaviour, or a rod for bad behaviour. I don't know what this rod is made out of. It doesn't say. I've tried Googling it. It just says a rod. A rod. A rod. Literally for, a rod. For bad behaviour. Yeah. So, again, if anyone knows, because Maybe I can't find anything online It's a fishing it. rod. You're not getting any Christmas dinner. You've got to go and catch your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to get your own coal and catch your own fish. <laughs> Light a fire and cook it. <laughs> what a terrible Christmas for those children. Yeah. Well, um, I suppose it teaches Eastern European children to, to be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose that's the idea, isn't it? Okay. But a more modern take on the tradition in Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia and the Czech Republic involves drunken men dressed as devils who take over the streets... For a Krampus run, where people are chased through the streets. <laughs> and whipped with thorny sticks. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's one of the traditions there. Okay. Well, you know, far be, us, far be it from us to judge these cultures. <laughs> so um, Krampus has been having a resurgence over the past few years. Oh. 
thanks partly to a bar humbug attitude in pop culture, oh, with yeah, people well. searching for ways to celebrate the Yuletide season in non-traditional ways. In the United States, people are embracing the dark side of Christmas with Krampus movies and special Krampus television episodes. Krampus parties as well. So there's some information for you. Okay. Krampus is ramping so the Kr- up. So Krampus has kind of become like the new Santa Claus in some of these places then, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. People are just like, no, we don't like Christmas. Bar humbug. Yay, Krampus. Get mm-hmm. rid of the kids. <laughs> My favorite thing as well is shout out to anyone who w- has watched the American office. But the German version of Krampus is Belschnickel. Right. <laughs> There's an episode of The Office where Dwight Schrute dresses up as the Belschnickel in a Christmas episode, and it is amazing. So you can look at that episode for a reference for what a Belschnickel looks like as well, and it's it's fantastic. But the, my favorite thing about Krampus is that... <laughs> so <laughs> Austria is attempting to commercialize the harsh persona of Krampus by selling chocolates, figurines, and collectible horns. But there are complaints that Krampus is becoming too commercialized and losing its edge because of its newfound popularity. Oh. So Krampus is a big thing in Austria. Yeah. They, they, they're like, the hell with Santa. We, we prefer Krampus. <laughs> Krampus all the way. Yeah, it does sound be, cool. I, I think Austria might be somewhere I'd like to retire. <laughs> you bar <laughs> <laughs> It's such a shame. It's, it's, so, it's so infuriating to me that... A, a man does not like Christmas. Like, I I absolutely love Christmas. I can't wrap my head around anyone. Well, actually, to be fair... Yeah, like I said, right now, these these just few days of the year, when it's like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, today, I'm all for it. Let the buble play, you know? <laughs> let and the buble play. <laughs> yeah, let him, let him come out, do his little Christmas thing. Happy, go lucky, you know, sherry, brandy, bit of beer, <laughs> wake up in the morning, bucks fizz, awesome, Christmas dinner, yay, you know, yeah. open some presents, I've got a new hat, yeah. Um, what is your favourite thing about Christmas? Uh, my favourite thing about Christmas, that's, that's a difficult one. Is it? <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of things to like about Christmas, even though I am the biggest bar humbug going at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there is lots of things so to like about Christmas. I mean, mince pies are great, aren't they? Yes. I don't know if they have them all around the world, but here in the UK, mince mm-hmm. pies are massive and they are lovely and I love mince pies. And what I especially like is just after Christmas when you can get boxes of them for like 10p yes. in the supermarket and I'm just filling up trolleys with <laughs> mince pies. Mince pies for summer, that's all. And I just, I just love the... The whole idea that, like, from when you wake up on Christmas morning, the whole day is just a party, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You like everything from, like I say, a bit of Bucks Fizz first in the morning with your breakfast, you know, you're getting that <laughs> shine on, you know, feeling a little bit splendid, and then, oh, lovely roast dinner yeah. for, you know. And, well, I'm not massive on turkey, but we, we, mm-hmm. we, we, me and my other half, we, we usually go for a lovely, nice tenderloin beef joint Ooh, nice. on Christmas, nice like nice and pink in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm, have a lovely Christmas lunch. And then after that, if you've got a fireplace, sitting in front of the fireplace with a couple of beers or a brandy or something like mm-hmm. that. Or if you don't have a fireplace, stick your TV on 
and get a screensaver up of crackling oh. fire. Honestly, like even if you nice. look on like I think Sky has got like e- extra like um, screensaver channels mm-hmm. that you can go into and you can pick crackling fire and it's got like three hours of just a crackling fire. You just turn the lights down nice and low. And just watch this fire go crackling away mm. while you're appreciating your present. Your new slippers, you know, monster feet slippers or something like that. Yeah. that well, I don't know. Or maybe, the novelty uh, maybe, gifts. Yeah, or novelty gifts, your yeah. Christmas jumper and all that sort of thing. And, and yeah, it's just, it's just nice, isn't it? It's a mm-hmm. mellow day. Yeah. Or a yeah. mellow couple of days. Like, I mean, we're, we're nearly at the end of Boxing Day now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, obviously, We'll be back to work tomorrow, so... Oh, don't I'm sorry. <laughs> but at the moment, we can celebrate and we can just enjoy it. Yeah. And that's what I mean. These just few days, just surrounding actual Christmas Day, I'm quite happy with it. It's just I don't like the month or and a half of Christmas songs playing constantly in the supermarket and every mm. shop you go in. I avoid shopping. Yeah, yeah. I do Christmas. agree with you with that. They play it way too early. Yeah. Um, but can I just mention though, you said about Turkey and I agree with you. Turkey isn't the greatest of meats, but no. one year, my aunt Julie, she soaked a turkey in some sort of brine with water, clementines, cloves Nice for two days. She then took the turkey out and she got underneath the skin and she stuffed it with garlic butter Ooh. and it was the tastiest, most moist turkey I've ever had, and nothing has ever compared to that turkey. And now, when I eat turkey, I turn my nose up at it because I think, you will never be as good as Auntie Julie's turkey. <laughs> so I've sworn off turkey. <laughs> you had that one experience yeah. of a really nice turkey. And oh, now it was, it's it was amazing, like, honestly. No one else gets a look in. And she got me to like sprouts by mixing in Ugh. bacon and pancetta, and she'd done miracles to the, these sprouts and i was going back for seconds it would thirds. take an actual christmas miracle for me to eat sprouts i need to get in touch with aunt julie then for you perhaps because there, there's just <laughs> no sprouts that i want to eat ever so after um randomly dropping a question on you there i've thought i'd do a fun little game and i've got Dark kind of traditions that okay. happen in different countries. Now, oh. I, won't, I won't get you to guess every one because... What we'll have be I got to do? Guess night. the country or have I got to guess the tradition? Oh, what would you prefer? Oh. Uh, can I can I guess the country? Yeah. Go yeah, on, then. Yeah. Go on, then. So, number one. Brazil. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was a bit, a bit jumping ahead there. <laughs> so, number one. Parading a horse skull. Parading a horse skull. Hmm. Where's big on horses? Arabia. Arabia. No, it's actually Wales. Wales? <laughs> yeah, your neighbours. Really? Yeah. I pretty much, oh, I'm half Welsh. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So sh- do you want me to give a, a couple of yeah, sentences? Yeah, good, yeah, onto, yeah, onto yeah. Why, why not? Go into it. Um, so it's custom found in South Wales. A villager from the town has chosen to parade a horse's skull decorated with ribbons mounted on a pole through the streets on Christmas Eve. A white sheet drapes from the back of the horse's head and covers the person holding the skull. I've never heard of that. Yeah, interesting. Maybe it's because I grew up just just slightly outside of Wales. Ah, uh, Like yes. five miles from the border, you know? Yeah, you weren't allowed into their Christmas yeah, secrets. They, they, yeah, they didn't <laughs> like me doing that, you know. My nan would have maybe known about that. 
Oh. Yeah, she was a valley girl. Yeah, that's where the Welsh part of my family comes from, with my nan. So she may have known that, and I didn't. So Any Welsh listeners, get back to us about that. See if it still goes on. Yeah, so, yeah, why not? So this one was one of my favourites. So burning devils, mainly out of wood and things that burn. Oh, like little <laughs> devil effigies. Sometimes medium, sometimes big. Like, yeah, just burning devils. Hmm. Things I, like I'm devils. thinking... I'm, I'm actually now thinking South America on that one, so I'm going to go with uh, Chile. You're not far off. Really? Guatemala. Gua- well, fairly way off, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been good at geography, <laughs> So, in order to rid houses of bad spirits for the new year, Guatemalans do a full house clean in December, collect the dirt and dust from every home, and each neighbourhood creates a large pile. A devil statue is built and placed on top of the offending dirt and burned. The bad omens are said to burn up with the devil. Okay, And yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is quite a cool tradition, to be fair. Yeah. Now, this Clen- one... Cleanse your town sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So this one made me laugh. So <laughs> where in the world are you told, don't eat Santa's cookies? <laughs> That's the tradition. Don't e- eat them. Everywhere. Santa's got to eat his cookies. Surely. Yeah. I, I, I'm i just reading the list. I'm just reading the list, <laughs> just, man. Like, you put cookies out for Santa, every parent in the world is going to say, don't eat Santa's cookies. Oh, well, maybe this might make more sense. So Okay. I'll, yeah. just, I'll tell you. Do, the, do the, the, the more of a description, and <laughs> maybe I'll try and guess it from there. So, to keep kids from nibbling on Santa's cookies, parents... <laughs> Sorry. That's so wrong. Yeah, that does, doesn't it? Uh, parents tell children a story about a boy named Danny who ate all of Santa's cookies and really angered his grandmother. In her rage, she killed him, and now their ghosts haunt houses during Christmas time. Oh, that sounds kind of crampusy, doesn't it? I'm going to go Europe. Um, well, we've already covered like Austria and Germany and stuff, haven't we? Uh, Netherlands? No, it's actually somewhere with one of my favourite accents, South Africa. Oh, well, fair play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was completely wrong there then. I wasn't even Europe. I mean, a bit harsh. Tone it down, South Africa. <laughs> it is a little bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat Santa's cookies or your grandmother will murder you and your son. <laughs> <laughs> so, without saying the place name, oh, man, there's so many words in here that I'm just, I'm not going to be able to read it. So, raw, <laughs> raw whale... Raw whale skin served with a side of blubber. <laughs> okay. Where is this as a tradition? This is a, a custom, what, Christmas this... meal? Uh, yeah, I guess Raw so. whale skin. Um, yeah. Just... Iceland. Mate, you were so close. Uh, Greenland. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Well, sort of. <laughs> Greenland. <laughs> so please, if there's, I know I keep saying it, but if there's any. Greenland listeners, please let us know if that's a thing. Do you actually eat raw whale blubber? Yeah. <laughs> whale skin or whatever? <laughs> oh, that's that amazing. is such an obscure one. So, um, this one is similar to the burning devils, but they burn goats. So, burn goats? Yeah, so villagers uh, build a 40 foot straw goat. <laughs> Right. And this has began, or this tradition began in 1966. Locals have succeeded in destroying it, either by burning it down, hitting it by cars, or almost stealing it with a helicopter. <laughs> so, 
Where are these mad folks? <laughs> well, uh, originally, I was going to go for like somewhere in Africa because Africa's got, got lots of goats. But stealing a 40-foot goat with a helicopter doesn't sound very African. <laughs> so, uh, maybe Russia? No. No? It's actually Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Those crazy Swedes. Okay. Who's got access to a helicopter that's stealing goats? Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so this one's... Uh, this one, I did, I, if I read this and didn't know it was a Christmas tradition, I would think it was a Halloween tradition. Okay. So where in the world do they put away their brooms on Christmas Eve? <laughs> that's literally it. Uh, ooh, they hide their Salem, brooms. United States, America, witch trials. I don't know. <laughs> Norway. Norway. Oh, yeah. okay. They put brooms away. It literally just says Norwegians... Is that what it says? Norwegians must put away their brooms on Christmas Eve. Legend has it that all evil witches may come and steal them away if they are left out. But I don't associate witches... With, with Norway. Or Christmas. Or Christmas, no. <laughs> yeah, like you say, it's more of a Halloween tradition, you'd have thought that one, but... Fair enough, fair enough. No, please, uh, Norwegians, you know, that's that's cool. You, your traditions are cool. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. So this one, this is a long old paragraph, so I'm not going to read it all. So I almost want to keep it a mystery in a way because I, even I don't understand it really, but it just says fear of the Yule cat. Fear of a Yule cat. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine that a Yule cat would be something big like a mountain lion so i'm gonna go somewhere in north maybe uh canada no but if i give you a clue you might get it okay. so <laughs> children who don't receive new clothes by christmas <laughs> eve uh <laughs> gets devoured by a mythical monster from folklore known as the yule cat <laughs> so they got to get new clothes by Christmas Eve. Yeah. So they don't just sense. open them in a Christmas present. they got to get it beforehand, otherwise they'll get eaten by a Yule cat. Yeah. Maybe they want their children to look nice and tidy for Christmas. So I mean, uh, it's better than getting okay. dragged to the okay. underworld, right? Uh, uh, I'm thinking, uh, maybe, are we still in, like, Northern Europe? Maybe Lithuania? Yes. Or... You've already said it. Oh, have we? Yeah. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh... Where did I say? Not Greenland. Pol- Iceland. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So the strange tradition comes from farmers who use the myth as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, okay. I just like the sound of a, a Yule cat. A Yule cat is quite yeah. a cool thing, isn't it? Definitely. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we're at, we've got three more. So a spooky tree. So... <laughs> If you find yourself in blank around the holidays, you may be wondering, is it Christmas or Halloween? Trees here are decorated with artificial spider webs and decorative spiders. The unusual tradition is a nod to a tale where a mythical spider moves webs around plain trees of a poor family. Uh, Very strange tradition. That is very strange tradition. Uh, n- n- no offense to whichever country it is, but that 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 just that, I can't I can't even get my head around that. What? Yeah, because it is it's basically Halloween stuff. Yeah, it, it, so. it is. Um, We're not judging. It's just to us, obviously. It's yeah, to, uh, to us, this is completely alien concepts. You know, I'm sure it's it's it's, it's norm for mm. people who li- might say that parading a horse skull round isn't exactly norm <laughs> for me, and I'm half Welsh, but. <laughs> yeah. but uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Ukraine. Um, Ukraine? Yeah. Oh. That's, it's just so, it's so strange that we've had two out of ten that are Halloween-based rather than Christmas. Yeah. So I wonder if they're hanging out stockings at Halloween. So I don't know. But, uh, are you, you oh, Ukraine? We've got another one. We've got oh. another Halloween one. Another one? So, <laughs> so blanks aren't looking for a jolly old man in a red suit on Christmas Eve. Instead, they look out for a Bifana, a friendly witch that brings toys and candy to all good children. And the tradition is called Don't Fear the Christmas Witch. <laughs> and it's Europe. I'll give you it's that Europe. clue. It's Europe. Okay. Uh, don't Fear the Christmas Witch. France. Oh, so close. Luxembourg. Belgium. No. Uh, they produce one of my favourite foods. Belgium. Chocolate. <laughs> Italy. Pizza. Italy. Oh, of course. <laughs> Don't fear the Christmas witch. Italy. Right. Yeah, okay. so that's technically three Halloween traditions mm-hmm. in a way. Now, the last one. This one sounds the most fun. And I wish we're going to have to get a picture for the YouTube people of this because this is amazing. So while holiday cheer and holiday spirits traditionally go hand in hand, some take festive to a whole new level with an annual tradition of SantaCon. People from all over the world flock to a certain city, which I won't reveal yet because I'll let you guess it. Lapland. Decked out in head to toe Christmas garb dressed as elves, Santa and snowmen and participate in a city-wide bar crawl. The festivities usually start before 8am, so there are plenty of tipsy drunk Santas roaming the streets by mid-afternoon. Denmark. No. No? Now, it's not Europe, and it's... They speak English in this this country. Uh, Canada. Very, very close. Uh... United States? Yes. Yeah. Really? So the US have a tradition of drunk Santas that every year. really does not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, United States. It does yeah. not surprise It actually surprises me that they start before 8am, because a lot of Americans yeah. are quite anti-drinking, aren't they? But, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that one day of the year, you can for- you, you be forgiven all sins, can't you? I would have thought drunk Santas would be more of a Scottish tradition. Uh, yeah. That, and, like, yeah. If someone said it's a Scottish, I'd go, oh, that makes more sense. But, yeah, that sounds really fun. I'd yeah. like to go to SantaCon one day. Yeah, I think that would be quite a, yeah. quite an experience. It would be quite fun. So that's all the the interesting dark Christmas stuff I could find in my research. And I think you'll agree, this went a lot better uh, than Men in Black. Uh, yeah, it did, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, my commendations to you for finding that much spooky stuff about Christmas for us to actually talk about. Yeah. It was um, difficult, but we got there. <laughs> we got there, and uh, we we have we have run over the our half an hour target. But I, th- oh, I think no. we, we we can we can we we can be forgiven for that. I mean, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, <laughs> and we want we want to give you the, the most entertaining Christmas that we can. So, um, yeah, yeah, well done, Josh. Well done. Cheers, mate. It's the best one I've done yet. It is. It is. <laughs> one out of two. <laughs> But then I suppose it's it's the one that that you were the most interested in from right from the start. When I said, should yep. we do a Christmas episode? You were like, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm on it. I wanted to take the lead on this one. Yeah. Because you can't have a bar humbug doing a Christmas special, can you? Not really, no. Not I'm happen. your backup man this time. <laughs> but it's good. We learnt together. I learnt as I was explaining things. <laughs> 
We had a fun game. Yeah. So yeah, it's been all, all in all, it's been a really excellent Christmas. I, I, I hope you enjoy your your present. Your Christmas hat will keep you warm. Yeah, for many bloody. years to come. My, mine was certainly well. It's, mine's a really, really nice quality one. Thank you. No, thank you. And, thank, uh, you th- really thank you very much, uh, Haley, my lovely girlfriend, for uh, actually christening this as the home of paranormality. Our new home. This is yes. our new home now, Josh. New studio, and we're loving it. Plenty loving more episodes it. to come. Definitely. So here's to us, mate. Here's to us. Merry Christmas, buddy. And I think that we we don't really need to put it down to a paranormality rate in this time round, do we? I think... Nope. Uh, given a number, with all these different cultures, I mean, all these different, uh, you know, uh, traditions and stuff, like, I would say that Christmas is as paranormal as you believe it to be. Oh, I like that statement. Yeah? That's a good statement. Rather than giving it a number on a scale, it's whatever is in your heart, that's how paranormal Christmas really is. Yeah. I like that. I can't top that. So So there we go. (laughs) So we're not even going to give it a number. We're just going to say cheerio for now. Merry Christmas. Hope you have a happy new year. We'll see you on the other side with a brand new episode. And um, ta-ta. Ta-ta. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.